Welcome to the Hip Curious Podcast with your host Ryan Pilkington, a.k.a. Pickle, where we explore and take a deep dive into all things hemp-related. We interview passionate business owners and professionals in the industry to help educate those that want to learn more and are hemp-curious. Hemp Curious is brought to you by Design Hemp. It is a brand and design agency for those in the CBD, hemp, and wellness industry. Our tagline is Reach Brand Zen and Grow. If you are serious about taking your brand to the next level and are ready to get started, go to designhemp.com forward slash podcast and take our free assessment today. Be sure to get your free easy info guide learning the Core Basics CBD ebook. This is a great booklet to those that are new to CBD world and would love to learn more. We will also send you additional content throughout the month. We promise not to spam you to death. Again, you can go to designhemp.com forward slash podcast to get your free copy today. And now on to the show. In this episode, I sat down with Clint and was featured in his podcast and uh, the topic was rebranding and this is what I brought to the table and I just wanted to get that set up for the show it just goes right into the interview so take it over to Clint nice yeah so and and sort of speaking of that personal touch or whatever touch you want to make with a business um, we want to talk about branding or rebranding or yeah. end rebranding and right. you have you have a, an interesting have angle on that yeah yeah i have prepared you have prepared <laughs> so yeah, what, yeah tell me your your thoughts on this what what's your angle you got steps for branding is that yeah there's uh, actually uh 12 steps to um i guess it's signs right okay that maybe you need to rebrand signs when when you need to rebrand when you need to rebrand yeah okay so I have 12 of them, but I, I will just list them, and then I think uh, I'm, I'll give you top three. All right. Because we can go into every one for a good while. So Yeah. You want me to jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. How long is this? How long are we going, brother? Uh, 15, 20 minutes. All right. That's right. We're keeping it simple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Um, all right, here's the top 12 here, or the 12 that, that I have. Uh, our brand name no longer reflects our company's vision. Number two, we're embarrassed to hand out business cards. Oh. Our competitive advantage is vague and poorly or poorly articulated. Our, our brand has lots lost focus and become too complex to understand. Our business model or strategy has changed. Our business has outgrown its current brand. And uh, we're undergoing an, or recently underwent a merger or an acquisition. Um, our business has moved or expanded its geographic reach. Uh, we need to disassociate our brand from a negative image. We're struggling to raise our prices and increase our profit margins. We want to expand our influence and connect to new audience. We're not attracting top talent or the positions we need to fill. So that's pretty jam-packed yeah. with 
there's a lot and i actually think that would probably cover a lot of companies potentially that yeah. would that would you know have to rebrand at one point or another or maybe several points in their existence yeah i really found this fascinating because a lot of people just think they create their brand and they're set mm. like uh, but uh companies reinvent themselves quite a bit yeah uh fedex went through that um, amazon went through that you yeah. know they're always ringing uh, and so uh, these are self-reflecting questions that i really i want to present to clients because they're they just don't know maybe mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh the top three that i wanted to discuss uh, that jump out at me is yeah. um we're embarrassed to hand out business cards being embarrassed to hand out business cards <laughs> and that you could probably extend that to like send out promotional emails yeah. uh post anything on social media right right so i don't know do you have a experience with that or do you want to drill into that a little bit uh, more deeply well coming from the networking event <laughs> right yeah i took some time to look at the business cards today and you can tell the ones that um Generally, you know, if it's a national brand, those are pretty set, right? But then there's the local people and the local teams. And so I really look at I look at that, and I go, okay, is this – did it grab my attention? Sometimes they don't even have a logo on there, just their name. So um, people rush – well, a lot, of, a lot of people think that the, that stuff comes secondary, but I think it should be first and foremost. They're like, oh – crap like i gotta go to a networking thing i better put a business card or a flyer together mm-hmm. so i have something to show and then that, to me that's poor execution because then you only get one chance to make a good impression uh, you better do it with your one-on-one and not your business yeah. card but then if you have a business card and a one-on-one and it's not matching like this looks like you put this together in five minutes and you're trying to come across like you're yeah the expert I don't know. To me, I don't know. I'd love your opinion on it too, because no, I, I mean, <laughs> being in marketing, it's uh, it's one of those things you want to have prepared ahead of time, and th- there's always something else. It seems like that I wish, um, you know, you you look back sometimes and you think I could have been more prepared with uh, marketing materials and how, uh, not only like I'm presenting myself, but helping my team present themselves. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's one of those things you want to look at in advance for sure. Um, but it, have you had have you had that experience of being embarrassed when you hand out your uh, your business card? I I'm ashamed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been under uh, many variations of my company when I was brand new in business, and I was trying to figure out who I was. Yeah. So I just throw something yep. together, <laughs> and I'm like. This ain't gonna fly because I'm I'm supposed to be an expert. So yeah. how can I show up to a prom and be not you know prepared to yeah. prom or whatever? So yeah, yeah. A, a logo design can go far a long way. That in my personal experience, I had logos that I designed, and you know I have some design skills enough to get me by. But sure. you know it's like I'll, I'll have it; it gets by, or I think it's getting me by. And then you just hire somebody that specializes in making a logo and it changes everything. Your whole business card looks so much better. Yeah. Um, so you'll have to show you. I've got some examples. Ooh. <laughs> a and B uh, oh, logos. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Big difference. Um, yeah. I mean, our brands are 
is who we are. It extends our you, in the logo, but it, it goes into the psyche of everything. Like, mm-hmm. um, the colors. I mean, I don't know your listeners right now, but I mean, just an example on colors alone. If you go to fast food, it's always red and yellow. We look at uh, right. In and Out, McDonald's, Wendy's, Wendy's, red. No, they're like, what's what's with red? I'm even looking at a sign right here. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know what it is, but it's red. There's yeah, and uh, red is stop, right? Stop mm-hmm. sign, stop signals, stop. Oh, you want my attention. And then yellow is almost like cautionary, or uh, it's kind of a warmer color, so it's like stop, but let's be cool about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, colors mean a lot. Yeah. And so if you're if you've got a business card, and maybe you don't know what to do right now, and you just need people to look at it, maybe maybe go with the red for a little bit and test it out. But yeah. but don't don't go with the red unless it's part of your brand. And is, do, you, do you find um, uh, maybe clients that you've had that want to cling to those original colors that they had? Or, you know, like how, how free should you be with just being willing to throw it out? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, people get really um, tied to a brand. It's like part of their baby. It's their identity. And I think that's why these these are very important because it goes beyond just that. It's like, oh, you know, we've changed this, we've done that. Maybe we should reconsider. So it's a good way to uh, signify that maybe we need to rebrand. And so going yeah. to your question, yeah, I worked for a client where they were just, no, we ain't changing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Well, you're not going to get very far because this looks like a kid drew it. Right, yeah. Unless you're going for that look, right? Right. But I, most no. of the time, probably not. But, and that's why I think it's helpful to have somebody else look at it. Um, you know, Even if you are you know, doing branding, you're, you're an expert in it, having a, a second opinion or outside opinion is not a bad thing at all. Yeah, I, I always, when I get a client, I, I always pass around the logo to, I say, show it to everybody, you know. Yeah. They'll throw your opinions at, but, it, and, that, and that's what's interesting. Yeah. Is, but anyways. So if you're ashamed to show anyone your business card, it's that's time it. for a rebrand. Yeah, you're like, I just, uh, um, yeah. okay. Or, or even share your website. It yeah, go, it goes, right. Like let's say your 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 uh, business card is this, but then they go to your website. It doesn't even match. Yeah. You're like, wait, wait a minute. I thought I went to this company, and it doesn't even look. Same same principle, right? Yeah. If you're you're ashamed of your your branding and uh, all the business stuff you should be showing people, uh, then it's probably time for a reband. What's the next point that you want to focus on? Uh. I think the next one I like here is our business model or strategy has changed. Isn't our business okay. always like never? It's never like sit still for too long. <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> it's always running around, and you're always growing and developing. And maybe five years down the road, it's not even the same company anymore. Yeah, you're not even the same. You don't even offer the same. Is your clientele have even changed? You know, you're not servicing. Yeah. So yeah, that's clear, clear change. And, and there's some famous brand change. I know you mentioned a few out there already, like FedEx. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, famous ones out there if you think about it, and yeah. they can be 
relatively minor brand changes or pretty major yeah. uh, brand changes. Uh, but regardless, being willing to make that pivot when you need to uh, can be a good thing. Uh, do you have, I mean, I think of you, Design Hemp, for example, wasn't that initially you had some kind of a pivot there for your own company? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we were working primarily more with cannabis industry. And so, I mean, my, I kind of, it, Design Hemp is a DBA of Redgraphics legally but yeah right now i just went under a new uh, redesign of design hemp uh, i wanted to test out the industry and see where you know like this is where i'm gonna fly my colors and everything and so i just came out with a minimal viable something to get out to the public hey here i am but i knew it was it's too generic it was too generic it was yeah i needed something unique Right, that not no one's seen before, and uh, something that that would stand for a while and, and align with what I'm trying to do. And real quickly, with the psyche with design hemp, it's it's about balance and unity and um, coming together with your brand. And right now, our tagline is tagline is reach brand zen and grow. So we're tying into the whole zen vibe and. That's not a st very big stretch in the, the cannabis industry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody's kind of wellness is in getting healthy and, and aligning that way. So I, it was a better way to represent the brand for me. And yeah. The way that I designed the logo um, it goes with sacred geometry. And so there's, anyways, yeah. could go into that for a while. So uh, I don't know. If a lot of people un, uh, realized that Olive Garden over the last decade, well, I think it was the last five years actually, rebranded their whole logo. Did you? I didn't notice. Did you aware of that? I wasn't even aware. I came across a really interesting article about, about that rebrand. It was really, uh, if you think of the old Olive Garden, it was floral and more Mediterranean feel. Yeah. And now, now if you look at it, it's cleaned up. It, the grapes have been, everything's just been cleaned up. Hmm. But the the point I want to bring up is that slight change that they did, people started disassociating with it. Hmm. They lost. <laughs> I don't know if it was a poor execution on, on the designer or whatever, but I'm just letting you know how important a, a brand, a rebrand can be yeah. and making sure that you do it properly or that you get input before you launch it. Because I think they lost like two million dollars, or I don't know the amount of dollars. But over a logo change. Over just the logo. Yeah. You're like, we don't want to come. They lost customers. Wow. So they they spent, now it's more your family restaurant. They wanted to come across that way. So. Yeah. Anyways. <coughs> so, yeah, important to take some thought into it. Um, uh, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, rebranding can be, super beneficial you know yeah. and you, again examples of of that are abounding <laughs> yeah there's so. i'll go over the top eight here just real quick i know i'm throwing a lot of stuff at you oh, let's do it. But, but why invest in rebranding or branding you want to grow your brand equity solidify your brand authority deliver on your brand promise stroke customer stoke customer loyalty command a premium price 
attract top talent, render competition irrelevant, and attract ideal customers. So going with mm. what you're saying, a brand can absolutely win executed, and there's a whole lot of uh, buttons in place that put those in check, but yeah. you can double your income just by aligning with Changing the, right. the brand. And th there's a certain level of trust too, I think. It, um, well, what what is your next point that you wanted to go over, your third point that oh, you yeah, wanted yeah. to drill in on? I know, I kind of, I go over real quick. Very good. Um, we're not attracting top talent for the positions we need to fill. I'm going to skip that one. Let's see. We're struggling to raise our prices. I think that one's a good one. That, that, that can be, yeah, very good. So, so uh, I've seen that a lot. Uh, companies trying to raise their prices, maybe out of necessity, but maybe because they're trying to hone in on the right market. Yeah. You know, so that, that'll come up. So how does rebranding help there? So what we do is we look at their brand hierarchies, right? We understand their personality. There's a whole quiz that they take. And then we know how to speak to their audience, right? Yep. And then if we get to the right audience, then we can dial into the messaging. And then uh, we want to look at, like, how much you want. We want to look at your goals, how much you want. So it says we want to expand and see, we want to raise our prices and increase our profit margins. So a really quick one would be, let's say we've now rebranded. We want to focus on high end clientele, uh. right? You want to make sure your, your stuff is looking high end. Yeah. So the people that are rolling in the Bentleys can be like, dang, now I got to be with that. You know, they yeah. don't want to be like, well, what is that? Like, yeah. So that's how you identify, I think, some of those identifiers. Yeah, there absolutely. I think there are there are instances where I'm maybe trying to buy something on a website, and it looks like it was homemade. Like everything screams homemade, and in some cases for some businesses, maybe that's what you want. You know, I'm, there's a website I go to buy seeds at. You know, yeah. for when I'm gardening, and to me that like you know it was built by a farmer. I don't know if they do that intentionally, but that's mm -hmm. the way it, the feel I get. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, you can, you know, you're looking for a premium product. You want to buy something, you know, that's you're not. It's yeah. top of the line or close to it. And you go to a website and it looks, you know, it has that homemade look. The branding's not there. Yeah, that's right. damaging. Yeah, a, a good example for me. Uh, um, two brands. I've gone from Gillette. I was a Gillette man, mm. right? Because I'm like, it just felt premium to me. Yeah. You know, even though it was like five more dollars for the blades than the other ones, I was like, I'm loyal. And you, that's where you get loyal. Yeah. You can raise your prices, have, but if you give that feel or that vibe, then I'm getting some premium quality out of it. I will spend that extra. Mm -hmm. And so, but I jump shipped and now I'm at um, the Dollar Shave Club. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard that. Which is the opposite. Yeah, it's, it's like cheaper. Cheap. But they have a user experience. Yeah. And, and it's easier for me and like but i still feel like i'm getting they still they still deliver on the value of their brand and mm. i pay every month <laughs> that's that, such a great example too because they have both companies have clearly invested a lot into their branding and there's a certain i think when a brand is really done well it almost has a personality to it oh yeah. you know 
yeah, you you see that in both again both companies and how they are perceived, just based off their branding. Yeah. So when uh, right now, just uh, just wrap it up, I guess. Uh, yeah. CBD is. I just read another article that it, it's kind of negative, but it, I feel like that's why it's so important to brand it right because it's saying that like it's just another snake oil out there. Like every, it's so new, and then there's everybody promising the world with CBD, and um, everybody says they have the top quality and the best, and the best growers. And I went to several expos over the past summer, and everybody shouting to the rooftops, "We got the best product! We got the best!" Well, I just went over here; they're saying the same thing. Yeah. So, the only w- way that you can really differentiate yourself is with the storing the personalities that you're going to attract and, uh, and, and, and fine tuning your brand yeah. to funnel that to, and then you'll get loyal customers. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I love farm to pharma. I love BI blends because, um, they take care of you or, you know, these guys are in it to win it. They, they, I, I know for a fact the people that buy from our clients is because of the personality shines through the brand mm-hmm. and the trust factors there. So, absolutely. Well, uh, Ryan, appreciate how you being on our our show uh, right now. So it's good yeah. to talk to you. And thanks for inviting. Yeah, and we'll have to do it again sometime. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, we can talk about all sorts of cool stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in the meantime, where can people find you online? Oh, awesome. Yeah. So you can go to designhemp.com. That's D-E-Z-I-G-H-N-H-E-M-P.com. Or you can go on Facebook and look me up, Ryan Pilkington. And a way you can remember my last name, there's two ways. First, my nickname's Pickle, right? And then the other one is uh, we take a lot of pills. (laughs) Come from kings, and I want to make tons of money or make tons of people happy. Yeah, I'll, I'll Pilkington. have to get that. Pilkington. Pilkington, I'll have to get that right. Yeah. You're uh, in the meantime, if you are a Utah business owner, small business owner especially, the mill is a great place to come and work. Ryan works with us here at the mill. He's got a desk space. He's been here longer than I have, which isn't hard to do. <laughs> uh, but, but he's been here a long time. Yeah. Uh, we offer co-working. We offer... Uh, educational opportunities, uh, whether you're a new, brand new entrepreneur or you've, you've been around, you've grown your business. We ha- also have the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses Program. Yeah. And so it's really something for business owners at every stage in their ownership. So uh, check us out. It's the mill at slcc.com. And thanks. If you'd like to support the show as little as 99 cents per month, that would help us greatly get the content out and keep the show going. And it would mean a lot to us here at Design Hemp. Plus, it's a great way to support the hemp industry as a whole on education and resources that are available to the masses. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash hempcurious and click on support to get started. Thanks for listening to the show. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe to get the latest content and info. Until next time, 
stay hemp curious, my friends.